Welcome to another episode of the Relax Just Love Vegan Podcast. I am sitting with Vishon Owens, or as he likes to be called, Mr. Magic. What's going on, man? Pretty good. Just enjoying the day. Uh, so my wife, uh, she got a little cold, so they made her stay home. You know, she's a teacher, and I'm just harassing the hell out of her. Sorry, sorry about the cussing. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just, you know, giving her crap. <laughs> you're just but being a good man. Yeah, yeah, you're you're definitely doing right if you're not irritating your wife. <laughs> I agree, man. I th that's part of the job. That's part of being married. Is irritating yeah. the other person. <laughs> But that means she's a patient woman, though. If she's married to a fighter, she's a patient woman. And a teacher. So, yeah, she's there. She got good patience. So she's used to dealing with immature people. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she didn't hear that because she's like, yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm 39 years old. I'm a child. I'm a man child. You know the difference between a man and a child? What? The price of our toys. I like that. That's yeah. that's good. I like that. It's yeah, about it. I'm, I'm still in that one. I'm still in that one. <laughs> so you're 13 and two with 12 KO as a professional boxer. Yes. <laughs> so are you yeah. trying to say that vegan men have power to knock people out? Is that what you're saying? Well, plants does have this that superpower. I mean, I, I do suggest it. I mean, I'm not telling you need to, but hey, <laughs> it definitely works. And, uh, you know, when I cut weight or whatever, uh, I, it's completely fine. I, like, I really yeah. don't have no problems with uh, training or making weight. It's just, and plus I cook my own food. I like always cook. Um, so when I'm in camp, so when we fight, we actually have a camp. It's yep. like two hours up, uh, up north, away from everybody. We're like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so all you see is cows and farm. Nice. And, and I cook like everything. And my coach, he will just sit there and just watch me cook. Like, what is that? Why are you doing this? What is that? Okay. Why are you putting so much salt in there? What's up with the season? <laughs> he just, he's so funny. He's so funny because he, he, he loves learning. And sometimes, like, uh, not this camp, but my last fight, I was pretty much cooking everything. I was the chef. Everybody, like, hey, V, are you going to cook or whatever? I'm hungry. I have no problem with it. Stuff is, is, is pretty dope. It makes me feel good that people love my cooking and they know it's vegan, so I'm not hiding anything. You know, so it's, it's, it's pretty dope. You know, I love it. Um, and the... You know, being the the camp chef, you know, it has its perks. <laughs> so it's 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 pretty dope. It's a it's a good feeling. How'd you uh why'd you become vegan in the first place? My wife. So okay. My wife's friend had because I was already pescatarian. And <laughs> my my wife's friend was like, Oh, I'm gonna go vegan. Um uh, I think like she, I think I want to say it was when she had to be, she was pregnant at the time. I could be off. Uh, she was pregnant at the time and she was like, you know, after the baby, I'm going to go vegan. And so, so my wife, Deja was just like, I'm going to go vegan too. Come on, let's do it together. Then she, and then my wife brought it up to me. And I was like, 
Okay, <laughs> I'm down. Uh, I lost like eight pounds in the first week, and uh, it was just on the go from there. And then, like, I want to say, like, a month or two later, she stopped. But it was, it was like medical reasonings and everything. She was going through a lot, so. But she will get back on it, you know. She's a, uh, you know, uh, it's just me and her. You know, she's like vegan, uh, four days out of the week. <laughs> but um, we don't, we don't push it towards the kids or anybody. You know, we just whatever what you guys want to do. My daughter, she wants to. I'm like, you talk to your mom about that. <laughs> so, but um, my wife got me on it, and I've. It's been about four years going on five, I believe. And I just, I feel like a kid, you know, I, I feel like I have a, uh, a athletic, like teenager, like a track runner or something. I just, I feel great. So much energy when I wake up in the morning. Uh, I'm, I'm a morning person anyways, but I just, I feel great. And I do my I'll break my vegan diet just to see how my body reacts. I only do it like once or twice a year. Um, and I just be like, oh, crap. Why did I do this to myself? Because like when I I'll, I'll try to go like like something crazy. I don't just eat just a, a regular cheeseburger. I'll try like deer meat or bear meat or something. Just something like exotic or whatever. Probably even fish legs. Um, and my body just it doesn't really react well to it. Uh, you know, every once in a while, uh, I have this huge, I'm a, I have, I'm like a huge chocolate fan, but yeah. you know, there, there's certain chocolate that doesn't have milk. Sometimes I'll accidentally, like uh, I'll get, uh, my body will tell me, oh no, that's, that got milk in it. And I'll be feeling, all, oh, you know, some things has dairy in it, but that's why like, you know, I start more and more always looking at the labels i'll always look at the labels no matter what just to see what's in it so i'm 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 really strict with it but i'm not like crazy over like oh my gosh i i this had meat in it or this had milk in it oh you know no it's you know you live and you learn and you just be happy with what you're you know when you're going through your journey so your wife started it did you see a difference in your endurance while training and fighting, do you see a difference? The way your body reacts to the training? Definitely. Yeah. I'm uh everybody call me like the energizer bunny. <laughs> I just I keep going and going. I I, I love it. It's like the cardio just yeah. it just jumps up tenfold. Even if I take like a break, I could take like a, a break from training or whatever, like after a fight. Uh, we'll 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 be like uh, we'll be forced to be away from the gym for like two weeks, probably a month. I come back in, uh, still feel great because I'm still watching what I eat, you know. And you know, watching what you eat, me personally, I feel like that's just as important as you know working out, you know. So when I get right back in there, everybody's like, "Dude, have you? What are you doing? Like, have you been working out?" No, just vegan life. <laughs> That's all. It training's the easy part, in my opinion. The diet's the hard part. Dieting is rough. Yeah. People that's never yes. weighed their food when they're training in the morning and they're training in the evening. 
and you have to weigh everything that you consume, mm-hmm. most people will never understand how much it sucks. Yes. Um, I definitely believe in your body will give you what you give it. Of course. Uh, yeah, like, you know, you eat what you want to look. I believe in that wholeheartedly. If I want to eat a big old vegan uh, pizza or whatever, oh, I'm ready for that beer belly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, I believe in that uh, wholeheartedly, 100%. Uh, you could train two, three times a, a, a day. And if you're not eating right, you're going to, you're not going to really see much of an improvement. Not only that, but your performance is going to be crap. Even mm-hmm. what you deliver in the gym, you're not going to feel that great in the gym. You're not going to feel good after the gym. You're going to sleep like shit. Mm-hmm. It, it affects absolutely. Well, it's your, it's, it's your fuel. It's what your body operates on. So how can you expect it to work properly if you feed it garbage? Exactly. Exactly. So what's the weight you fight at? Um, 140. I 140, actually, okay. I actually just moved to 140 this year. So I, I was actually fighting at 154. Yeah. So that's so that's uh super middleweight. I was yeah. fighting at 164 and the vegan trend the uh I was actually vegan at 154. I was just always little. I was always a small, super middleweight. And I'm just like, uh, I want to say it was this one fight. Alex Gaetan. After that fight, he was a huge guy. Like, he was like six. It said on box rank, he's like five, ten. No, you're not. Why are you lying? <laughs> this dude was huge. <laughs> he was huge. And uh, I got the victory. This was the first time. I was ever dropped, uh, getting back up, uh, you know, everything came back to play, like all the basics and fundamentals. And I got the uh, split decision victory. And after that, I was like, this is not my weight class. I'm like, I need to go down. So then I went to welterweight, 147, but it was so easy. Um, And last year, 2020, I was actually going to fight uh on fox sports in la but then you know that's when covid had hit hit uh, america real hard so we canceled canceled it i think it was in april i think that's when everything started was in april yeah yeah, yeah. sounds about april sounds about right and then they canceled the fight but um during that camp i was like at fight weight i was actually lower wow. Nice. Yeah, I was lower, like the whole camp. Like I came in the camp underweight. Yeah. And I'm just like, I really feel like this is not um I'm not really pushing myself enough. If just one little workout, oh, I'm ready. You know, I'm already there. You know, I feel like I'm not pushing myself hard enough. And so I was just like, screw it. You know, uh through the pandemic through the because uh, you know I live in Minneapolis the whole protest in George Floyd situation I and everything was closed everything was shut down in Minneapolis um I made my own gym I made my own gym in the home I worked out twice a day and uh 
told my coach, I'm going to go down 140. He was like, okay. Then a week later, I was like, oh, so what's going on? I haven't heard anything. He was like, we're waiting on you. I like, okay, say less. <laughs> the next day, put put the, uh, I, I took a picture of me on at 147 exact. It was like, okay, yeah, here, we'll, we'll get you a fight. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, pro- no problem. Yeah, no problem. But, you know, like a, the, the pandemic and COVID, it kind of pushed things you know, kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And then finally I had my uh, fight from, so the, so I, my last fight was in, I want to say 2019 in August. And I had my, my fight in, what was it? June, July, June, July of this year. So it was about two years. And I, felt amazing i'm like after the fight i'm like why didn't i do this before you know why didn't i do this before i feel strong i feel great that's what everybody was worried about are you going to feel weak uh i felt great i'm like shoot i might go down another weight class <laughs> but like no because my wife was like no you're too skinny we're not doing that uh, okay <laughs> okay so uh so how tall are you because uh, i'm 5'10 um, I'm 140. You're not a bit. Wow, you're ripped at 140 then. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty tall for that weight class. I'm pretty tall. There's not too many guys. It's a couple, but there's not too many guys my height at 140. And Man, you're a big guy at 140 if you're five. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, and and that's coming from, uh you know, like I say, 154, where everybody, I'm looking up. Now I'm looking down. Like, yeah. Yeah, now I'm looking down. Even at even at 147, I was considered a tall fighter. But um, now it's it's like, um, it's just a new, it's a new phase. I got to get used <laughs> to the speed, you know, because they're fast. Uh, you know, it's more skill. Because it's like, the thing about boxing, if you ain't noticed, the smaller the weight classes, you see the skill, but yeah. the bigger, the bigger, you see more power and more strength. Yeah. That's why with yeah. heavyweights, you never know what's going to happen with heavyweights, you know, and, and I'm a huge fan of heavyweights. So, <laughs> um, so that's where like, okay, being more technical and, and I still have that crazy strength, you know, cause I, I always had strength since the amateurs. I always had, I was always like a knockout artists um and i believe that's what got me on the usa fighting for the usa team um through the amateurs um and i'm not i like i said i'm not changing much i'm just fixed fine tuning and um learning more as i go on you know just learning learning and learning you know i don't want to be too big-headed I don't want to act like I know everything because you run into a lot of those type of uh, boxers. And I have to be humble. Come on now. I'm, I'm vegan. It's not a lot of us. <laughs> I'm Listen, vegan. If there's one thing that life is going to teach you is that there's somebody faster, stronger, and better than you somewhere. And one day he'll find you. If there's one thing martial art has taught me is to check my ego at the door because... Exactly. There are some of the guys that are out there that you don't even know about that will eat you alive. Exactly. Man, it's a, it's a very humbling experience, but I think it's 
it's something that lacks in a lot of people's life being, you know, we're so scared to fail. And mm -hmm. if there's one thing that fighting martial art taught me is that you will fail. It doesn't matter how many times you fail. All that matters is that you got up one more time, mm -hmm. just one more time. Then mm -hmm. if you fell 20 times, be sure to get up 21 times. Exactly. Exactly. I love that model. Exactly. Well, it's it, it represents life. You don't have a choice because life sucks. Life sucks is going to kick you in the balls and you'll stay on your knees if you let it happen, right? But the exactly. mentality of a fighter is a beautiful thing. Though. Beautiful thing. Yes. And I feel like um, fighting just really improved my life. It, it helped me for the better. Uh, I'm very quiet. Uh, <laughs> nonchalant person in, in like real life I guess on social media you know I, I can talk my butt off <laughs> um but the one thing about boxing that taught me it will help you you know face anything you know being in, in a ring in front of a hundred people a thousand shoot two people you know just being in that being in that square you, you feel like, man, I'm doing this. Win or lose, it's yeah. like I accomplished something, you know, and then, like, you can do anything else. That 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 job interview, that uh, opening up a business, uh, going out, reaching out to that that hot chick. <laughs> um, it's, it, it really gives you structure and discipline. And if you take it serious, uh, use that in life, outside of the ring it's like nothing it, there's nothing that's stopping you so it's you know from a, a martial artist to a, another martial artist we know and we've been there there's nothing like uh you know there, it's one thing to go to a bar and something happens you have to defend yourself and it mm -hmm. takes two seconds the fight's done because most people have no idea what the hell they're doing so <laughs> it is it is not hard to defend yourself if you're if you see it coming, but in a fight, you you sign on a dotted line that says that in eight weeks, twelve weeks from now, you're gonna have somebody that's only thought about you for three months, mm -hmm. that wants to rip your head off because mm -hmm. you're in you're in his way. The game is completely different when you have to visualize and always have it in your head. You're training. The reason you're dieting is because of that guy. The reason. <clears throat> You're tired all the time. The reason you're purple everywhere is because that guy wants to kick your ass and you won't let mm -hmm. him. The mentality that you have, like the mental state that you have to put yourself into. And I can't even imagine on, I only fought amateur. I can't even imagine on the professional level. How do you mm -hmm. get ready for fights mentally? Is that a big, a big aspect of your game? Yes. Mentally, mental, like, is though, I think the biggest, um, and that's why we have these, you know, these camps where we go away for a while. So we don't have to worry about the kids. We don't have to worry about uh, people calling you about this or that. Um, it takes lots of stress at home away. Um, and you have to mentally prepare yourself. You start visualizing this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Okay, that doesn't work. So I got plan B. I got plan C. Okay, I'm going to go back to plan A. Um, it just it just mentally 
gets you ready. So not just the fight, but the lights, the the uh, the people being on TV and stuff. Um, a lot of people use the lights and TV as fuel, or um, it it may like give them this this fear. I don't pay attention to any of that. Only thing that I'll focus on is the person that's in front of me and my corner. Because, you know, the corner, they know you and they know him. You know, and that, that's what you also mentally prepare for as well. You know, that's that's just that's just one part of the things that I use, you know, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, in boxing is very it's very cruel it's very dirty if you're not mentally strong and ready for this like life it will eat you up and chew you out why did you what made you start in the first place why did you how did you discover because you're talking that uh, you fought as an amateur and a lot of boxers have a shitload of fight before they turn pro Mm -hmm. so how many fights did you have before you turned pro um I had about uh 120. Oh jeez. Um, um I had about 120, like 60 knockout wins. That's what headgear, massive like 16 ounce glove and massive headgear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so 120 fights plus the 13 pros you have. So you have about 130 fights, give or take. How old are you? 30. When did you start? When did you start fighting? Ah, uh, it was brought to me at 12, but okay. I didn't really start taking it serious because I, I got into boxing because I was, you know, typical boxing story. <laughs> uh, I didn't actually start taking it serious like, um, well, competing, competing. I can't say serious because when it was brought to me, I fell in love with boxing. I just didn't actually start competing until I was 17. So um, 17, but I just, I went through amateurs like fast. I had like um, 10, 20 fights uh, every month. So that's what gradually like, built me up super fast because i mean boxing uh with amateurs like anybody would tell you like if you go to the east coast uh, oh you're 17 you're 18 oh that's you're that's way too old no you got to start young you know but like i said i um uh, i went through the trenches i went i went in i i you know took my f- first few l's very early i learned i was it was learning on a drop the job um and i just it was this one fight so <laughs> this story always gets me so um with amateur boxing they have these these uh classes that's called um novice uh adults and like elites and juniors and stuff and i was a not i didn't have a novice uh so novices one through five or one to 10, and then you can fight people. So if you have like under 10 fights, you fight people for under 10 fights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, my first 10 fights, everybody was like 20, 80, 100. I fought a guy that was 
number two in the country. Uh, and I was just like, man, I this is not cool. And so then, like, my fifth fight, my fifth fight, amateur fight, I was like, if I lose this fight, I'm not boxing no more. And then I wind up fighting the number two Canadian at, at middleweight. Uh, and I'm like, really? <laughs> number two in, in Canada. This is what y'all got for me. I, all right, whatever. And I went through him like, like uh, he stole something from me. I, I don't know where this came from. I was like, this is this isn't the end. And I won five fights. I beat a guy who's on the Canadian boxing team. He had like over 80, 90 fights. Yeah. And that I think that was the start. And I just like, there's there's no stopping here. And I I just think that me not uh, having uh, I don't want to say a fair shake in the beginning of the process. I think that, you know, me going through the tough competitors in the beginning is what translated me in the later stages. And then it was just like, I'll fight everybody. I'll fight anybody. Uh, you can't really say that in the pros anymore. <laughs> you could cause like, uh, you know, they'll put you in there, you know, guys tall, wide, short, super huge, you know, um, and, uh, you know, we had our learning lessons as, as a professional as well. And now that we're at a, an amazing uh, stage and we have the ability to uh, attract, you know, like we when we have fights at the Armory in Minneapolis, it's always on TV and we sell them out, you know, and uh, the promotion company that we're that we signed with, they're amazing and I just love my career. You know, uh, I used to be a teacher before I, before I started. And well, yeah, I was teaching and boxing, but boxing uh, took over, you know, it, it pretty much took much in my, in my boxing, like blossom. It started to like really pick up. So I was like, and also COVID also kind of jumped in the middle of my, uh, my uh, teaching, my education. So, uh, my, my educational field. So I was, let me just give it all the boxing and this is where I'm at now. Are you living off of it? Is that all you're doing right now is 100% boxing? Boxing, yeah. Um, that, um, in the stock market, I'm real heavy in that and we're dabbling into uh, real estate. So the, the loft that we were uh, living in, we're actually renting that out. So uh, I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, everything that I'm teaching these kids, I'm a motivational speaker and stuff, and we give back to the community. I'm like, I don't want to just teach these people about, you know, credit and, and financial literature, and I'm just not using the tools that I have. So, you know, I want to teach that to everybody and, and my kids as well. So I'm, I'm just... I'm trying, you know, I'm doing the best that I can. I want to, you know, be a good, I just want to be a, a good person at the end of the day, a uh, good father and annoying husband. <laughs> <laughs> so man, that's, that's a beautiful thing. So you're, 
you're using your skills to make something bigger out of yourself. Yeah, you know, Beautiful. exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what I want to do. That's, you know, I the people that I look up to uh, is doing the same thing. And I'm like, man, that's amazing. You know, I want to I want to learn that and I want to, you know, teach that to my kids so my kids can teach their kids, you know. So it's it's everything is just an amazing experience. Life sucks, but I love it. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'm a very uh, bubbly, happy-go-lucky person. And it's just, it doesn't really hurt much to just, I, it doesn't really hurt much to, you know, just smile and just laugh at stuff. Because stupid stuff happens, man. Like, like life is really a dickhead. Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't need but to apologize, man. It's my podcast. You can swear all the fuck you want. <laughs> I don't care. I appreciate it. I don't care. It's not for it's not meant for kids, man. It's all good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh it's it's not what happens to you. It's what you do next and how you mm-hmm. answer it. So and I'm just I'm trying to be like that. You know, like ah oh, damn, I'm trying to be like this damn fucking goddamn car that the Car, the car broke down. Oh, oh okay. Uh-huh. I gotta spend money. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just just stuff happens, man. You know, and it's what you do with it. You know, it's what you do with it. And I'm just, I don't want to be that person to always have a a negative mindset. You know, be upset all the time and just oh, this happened, that happened, this happened. I was like that. You know. And I don't want to be like that no more, you know, and not to sugarcoat vegan life. I really think, you know, vegan life kind of helped that a lot because I've just, you know, they say like the foods, those bad foods that you eat really chemically messes with your head. But now that I'm eating clean, my body's clean, the way of thinking is clean. And I'm utilizing that to the t like i'm i'm not joking around you know so uh like i said uh earlier i will talk a lot and off topic so if i'm <laughs> no worries <brother. laughs> no worries no worries at all the uh i do wonder though where because you said you started around 12 years old what made you start it was there somebody that introduced you to it did you see a movie what was it what made you step into a boxing gym in the first place um my stepdad he got me into it so i don't know if uh i i kind of get a little nervous when i tell people what got me into boxing um so i was you know a knucklehead growing up and i got into a fight with this older gentleman and i kicked his butt <laughs> you know I, I, kicked, I kicked his butt and i was 12 and you know kids talk a lot and oh, i want to say it was the next day or two my my step my dad was just like i'm gonna get you in boxing you know uh you have the physical body i was always always an athlete uh uh, doing this fighting, you might as well make money out of doing it. And you never know what happens. And I'm like, 
okay, <laughs> okay, I'm down. But it didn't register in my head like, you know, as I, you know, like I want to say when I was in high school, did he know about that fight? And did, what, did that get me in it? But I, it, it changed my life. Uh, it took a while, you know. Um, we wind up moving away from the gym I started, and he just built a gym in the garage. And I was in that garage every single day uh, until I've, I want to say I got back into boxing junior year. Junior year? Was it junior year? Junior, senior year? And I wanted, because I, boxing actually made me graduate high school early. You know, um, I graduated at 17, went straight to college. Um, and I, I want to say <laughs> boxing what actually um, got my head in the right direction. You know, it got me out of the streets. It, it, it made me a better person. Uh, boxing actually helped me meet my wife. Um, I was coming from the gym uh, and I was reading a book. You know, and then she, oh, that's a nice book, blah, 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 whatever she, I'm not going to tell you how we met because, because she's going to say that's not how it happened. <laughs> and she know that's how we met, but I'm, we're not going to, that's another story. Um, You know, um, it, I, I, I give all the glory, the, I give all the, the, the love and the blessings. I give everything to, to boxing. You know, uh, that what really got me here uh, to I want to can you flip this? I want to show you what boxing got me. Uh, you, you can flip your camera like you do normally. Yeah, yeah there you go. Oh, nice. Very nice, brother. Yeah. And here's a and my mom has the other half of the trophy. <laughs> so, of course she does. Yeah, she takes everything. She's like, I want everything you get. She's like, You're I her even want son, your man. You're her son. Of course she wants I, it. I, she I, fucking she made you, all. man. She made Denver you. She got everything else. <laughs> she got everything. <laughs> she has my Golden Gloves jacket. She got my USA jacket. She has the hat. I didn't even get to wear the hat. Like, she has everything. She needs to quit being selfish. <laughs> you know, I like. I want my kids to see this stuff. You know, like, dang, like, you know, I want them to see this. Like, you guys can be anything you want. Um, I don't, I don't push them to box. Uh, my daughter wanted to box when she was like four. No, yeah, four. No, you're not fighting. I'm sorry, you're not my baby. I love my daughter so much. You can't fight. No, I will teach you how to fight, but you're not boxing. And now I'm like, now I'm kind of, yeah. If she brings it back up, I'll let her. Uh, my wife, she was actually boxing for a while, but then she got pregnant. Uh, and then she got back into boxing and she got pregnant again. So <laughs> she probably will get back into it, but we're 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 done with kids. We're not having more kids, so you know. Um, I don't know. It's just like everybody that you know you're surrounded by that have that same like mind like you it just it helps y'all grow you know and i just i love it i love my family i love my friends i love everything that i do you know um 
Well, listen, I'll carry on on your topic. It's all good with me. One of the greatest realization that somebody can make is that there's only two type of people you'll ever met in your life. There's a type, there's people that want to drag you down and there's people that want to bring you up. It is not a 50-50 split. It's probably a 95% of people want to drag you down, but there are that 5% of people that want to bring you up, to level you up. And man, exactly. if you're capable of surrounding yourself with those people, that's why you're successful. If you have people like that around you, there's no way you can fail. No way. No way in hell. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's I that statement. Uh, I I I completely agree. You know, like as Minneapolis being here and what happened, you see that it's still rebuilding you see that it's it's re, it's at a recovery state right now and it's just so so like mopey uh it's so and you know the the things that's going on right now with the whole police and stuff the media's not talking about it anymore but it's it's like it's crazy you know it's it's super crazy it's like it's a battlefield you know, in you know, I I live on Lake Street, you know, Chicago and Lake, two weeks where the incident happened. Uh, I mean, two blocks away from where the, the incident happened. It's it's you know, it's it will drag you. But I just I use this as, you know, I want to help these people, I want to help the community. I want to do better for myself. Cause like when you go outside, like I'm literally out there in front of everything. The minute I step outside, I'm in front of everything. Um, I'm just like, I want better for us, you know? And I just, I try to keep that mindset. You know, it's just, somebody has to do it. Somebody got to do it. I, I feel like it's me. Sometimes I don't, but I was like, I, somebody has to do it. You know, um, and that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm just trying to, like Minneapolis, we can heal. We can heal from this. You know, all the the buildings and, and businesses burnt down. We can heal from this. You know, so that's that's my mindset right now. You know, 2020. This is gonna sound weird. 2020, I wanna say was probably one of the best years of my life. Cause I sat home. I did what I love. I was with my family, you know, um, and that's just, I was like, dang, you know, I, I could do this all, you know, rest of my life. I, I could just sit home. <laughs> uh, dang, I could just sit home or whatever. And, you know, if it's fight time, it's fight time. But, and now it's like, I feel like I manifest that because now I'm doing it. You know, uh, Listen, it's 2020 and 2021 were the worst years for most people. Were two of my yeah, exactly. best. Were two of my best years because I did not play the victim as in those circumstances are happening to me. I do not need to let them affect me. You know, exactly. rolling with the punches. I roll with the punches and I'm reinventing myself altogether. I've changed so much over the past year and a half. And it's all mm-hmm. as messed up as this is going to sound. It's all thanks to COVID. It allowed mm-hmm. me to do it. It allowed Definitely. me freedom to do it. 
Definitely. I, as strange as it may sound, I feel so, my wife said it, she's like, I see so much growth mm-hmm. in you through this whole thing, like everything, like, and, and she's just like, you know, keep doing it. Don't let none of this, you know, stop you. I, I'm with you. It's as bad as it may sound. We were the people that saw the good in this bad. Mm-hmm. You know, shit. It was like, oh, I, I don't remember. It was like 20, like between 12 and 24 people became billionaires off of COVID. And I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, I, how do I do that? <laughs> yeah. like, come on. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, like people are utilizing this. You know, they're utilizing this to build their brands, build their businesses, strengthening their mental health. You know, um, you know, everything is, everything is, you know, freaking Zoom, freaking what we're on, like, multiple, it freaking jumped like 10 times in the stock market. You know, um, we, we have to utilize this as, as our tools and everything is, everything is on social media. Everything is, is on the phones and you can use your businesses through the phones. You can create your companies and websites through the phones and everything, because we were, we're very limited to do anything. You know, we thought that I so heartily believe, uh, the beginning of 2021, like everything's gonna go back to normal, you know, and it didn't. So it's like, why not? utilize this and, and and build from it this is the perfect time because everybody is sitting down and they're on their phones and so why not there's only two choices in life man you eat you know the only thing that you control in life is simple you control your action slash reaction to any given situation nobody you and i did not predict covid we couldn't have known but the fact that we're making something out of it Mm-hmm. is our control that is the only control that you have is what you do with the situation that are presented to you that's it it's that simple you can sit on your ass and mope or you can sit on your ass and work either way exactly i like that exactly it's yeah. that simple it's not easy it's simple the the choice is very simple it it's not easy but it's simple mm-hmm. exactly what the, what the um I got a question for you. Um, do you still get scared of fighting? Like when you're about to step in a ring or you're you're warming up in the back, you're hitting pads with your coach and, oh, two fights out. You're like, oh, 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 time's coming. You know, your hands are wrapped. You've meditated. You've listened to your music, but you're warming up. You know, like you're a fight away. Do you still get do you still get sick to your stomach? Do you get butterflies still? Or it doesn't bother you whatsoever? I, I don't think that's ever going to, I don't think that's ever going to go away. I get like little butterflies and like, you know, being in there, hitting the hand pads or whatever, warping up, sitting there. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, I'm good. But then like, oh, um, about 10 or whatever they, they how they announce it. You, you're next. <laughs> like come on let's do this i'm ready this is it this is this is this is the moment let's go and you know i'm just standing here and then when he announces my name i come down the fans are yelling the lights are on you and it's like you feel it 
you know, everything is, it's like, it's like everything comes to your head. Um, you know, everything that you've been through the last three, two months of training, um, them little silly arguments you guys have or whatever, because you're gone. Uh, the kids are doing this and that, um, mom won't stop calling. (laughs) Uh, All that stuff comes to your head. And then when the bell rings, it all goes away. Nothing matters. eh? Nothing matters. You know, and, and that is like, man, the best feeling in the world. It's like a, it's this thing called a natural high. Yeah. And I really believe that is real because I just, my body just hits this, this, uh, it's weird to explain. It's, it's something that you just can't explain, but it's, you know, uh, during the fight and after the fight, uh, when you're, when you're, when your hand is raised, I'm like, man. I'm like on top of the world right now. You You're know? an adrenaline junkie, brother. <laughs> I live for it. <laughs> yeah, most fighters it. do, man. It's part of it. Because mm-hmm. the training's not fun, the dieting's not fun, so you have to do it for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Listen, man, we've been going for 45 minutes, give or take. The... Um, I tend to try to keep it between like 40 and 50, but I got to ask you one more question. I, I ask this question to everybody I ever speak to. Um, if you could speak to your 14 year old self, what would you tell him? Um, dang. <laughs> but, uh, should that's if my 14 year old self would listen. Um, it doesn't matter. Just, yeah, I, I just tell them, like, hey, look, yo, all that stuff doesn't matter. Do what makes you happy. Uh, you know, and what that can get you. Because it was a, a – I tried uh, – people say don't live with no regrets. But there is a few things that I was like, oh, I wish I could have did that a little differently. Um, But, like, bro, just use your head. Use your head. Um. This the street life ain't, ain't what it is, you know. Get yourself out of that. Play your moms, play your sisters, and all of them, and you gonna make it happen. You know, um, we only live once. Turn vegan early. This <laughs> 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 is gonna change the life. It's gonna change the life. <laughs> Listen, brother, I really, really appreciate you taking the time, man. We. Uh... I just found you on Instagram. We talked and you accepted to do this. I really, really appreciate your time and thank you very much, man. It was awesome talking to you. We have to do it again. We have to have another Definitely. talk. Definitely. You're a cool dude, man. I'm going to start looking at your, uh, I, as you were talking, I looked at your, some of your fights are available on YouTube. So I'm going to start watching your fights, man. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to your next one. Looking forward to your next one. I'm going to keep an eye on you. Thank you so much. I, that means a lot. Thank you so much. Thanks again for doing this, man. I say say hi to your wife, kiss the kids, man. It was awesome talking to you, brother. Thank you. You too. You have a good rest of the day. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, man. You as well.